rules. Chapter 7. Saying you'll do something makes you have to do it, unless you have a very good excuse. In front of me, Mom holds David's hand as we walk up the ramp to the clinic. It's warm enough for the park today, I say, glancing across the parking lot to the strip of sun-sparkled ocean gleaming between coastal marine supply and Otis's hardware. After I give Jason his words, can we go? If David's doing well, Mom says. I watch the back of David's head and repeat it in my mind. Do well today. Do well today. Inside, I sit on the waiting room couch, watching out the window. As soon as I see Jason's mother's van drive into the parking lot, I unload my backpack. Word cards, sketchbook, colored pencils, CD player, and headphones. If you hadn't missed, insisted on changing your shirt, we wouldn't be late, Mrs. Morehouse says, pushing Jason's wheelchair into the waiting room, and I had to stop for gas. Hi, Jason. I hold the cards secret between my palms, waiting while his mother moves his wheelchair up beside me. She walks over to her regular chair near Mrs. Frost, settling in with a magazine. I whisper to Jason, I pick some words about me and a few I thought you should have. But when I open my hands, awesome seems too flashy and bold for his book, and I feel silly for bringing it. Jason looks at me ready. I wince, sliding the card into an empty pocket in his communication book. I drew fireworks, but my first choice for awesome would have been this. I offer my CD player to him. Jason doesn't take it. He sits there, his Adam's apple rolling as he swallows. Help on. I flash a look to his mother. It isn't fair, she's saying to Mrs. Frost. Forty minutes or so. Maybe I can do this myself? I pull the headphones wide, hoping to drop them over Jason's ears, but as my hands come close, his hair tickles the underside of my wrist and surrounds my fingers. I hold my breath to keep from yanking my hands away as I position the headphones. Placing the CD player on on his communication book, I push play. Jason startles. Sorry. I roll the volume way down. Music. Loud. More. Everything all right, Catherine? Mrs. Morehouse asks. I think so. I roll the volume up until faint stingy guitar music slips past the headphones into the waiting room jason's jaw tightens like guitar me too i don't know if he can hear me with the headphones on so i find me too in his book and tap it jason's head sways slightly to the music waiting for the song to finish i rub my thumb along an edge along an edge of my word cards mom talks to carol the receptionist explains something on the phone Jason's mother and Mrs. Frost discuss good restaurants that accommodate wheelchairs. Outside, a family wearing bright sweatshirts walks by the window, the father father stopping to take a picture. Tourists. I check my watch. If I hurry, Mom and I'll have time to go to the park. I feel a nudge on my arm. Oh, I hadn't noticed the song was over. Sliding my index finger under the top of the headphones, I I pulled gently. See that tourist family out the window, I asked, putting my CD player away. I think they're a good luck sign that summer's here. I hunt through my stack of cards to find the word I want good luck for the most. The last card I made, the one with a drawing of a girl's hand raised and a high wave. Friend. I have a new neighbor who's my age, I say. I haven't met her yet, but I am hoping she's nice. He smiles. Catherine, friend. I do have friends. My best friend is Melissa, but no one that lives near me. My neighbor is mostly old people and families with little kids. Well, except the boy who lives on the corner. He's my age, but he 
Stinks a big one. I put the card as far from my name as possible. You'll have to be careful when you use this one. The last time I yelled this, I had to sit in the front seat of the bus. No, I mean Catherine, my friend. My lips feel dry. I lick them, though mom always tells me not to. Sure, I say, even if I think of us more as clinic friends than always friends. Seeing Jason's finger on the word, I wonder why he didn't already have it. And this is a guinea pig. I wait for his hand to move. I have two of them at home. Their names are Cinnamon and Nutmeg. And I'll put guinea pig right here next to sandwich because eating is what they like best. I slide the card into the pocket. And I thought you might want gross. This lady I drew is eating cereal. But do you see the white thing on the spoon? It's a maggot. Jason curls his upper lip. It's even worse because it's half a maggot. I add the card to his book. And this word I picked for my brother, David. My other cards have the word printed small at the top, but the tall block letters of rule fill the card. David loves rules, so I use the, those to teach him. What rule? I usually don't share my rule collection with anyone but David, but Jason's different. David doesn't learn from watching other people, so I have to teach him everything. I open my sketchbook to my rules for David, figuring it's easier to show than to explain. Take your shoes off at the doctor, but at the dentist, leave them on. If you want to get out of answering something, pretend you didn't hear. If someone is holding something you want, ask if you can have a turn. David has his own rules too, I say, but those rules don't make sense to anyone but him. What? Those rule? I sigh. David's got lots. One is the cellar door always has to be shut. Even if I'm only going down to grab something, he'll race over and shut the door. Once he, he even locked it, and I got stuck there with a whole bunch of spiders until mom heard me yelling. And the worst part, it's not just our house. David will hunt through other people's houses, too. I can't help seeing if it in my mind. David running down Melissa's hallway and Melissa's mother saying kindly, Don't worry, Catherine, it's fine. David, that's the closet. That's the bathroom. Jason nods. Brother, me, too. Matt, is he younger than you? No, five years older. Oh, you're lucky then. You never have to babysit. As soon as the words leave my mouth, I want to swallow them back. Of course he couldn't babysit. Um, when you say something stupid, gloss over it with super fast talking and maybe no one will notice. The next word is drawing. I picked it because it's one of my favorite things to do. Looking for a good empty pocket, it hits me. He can't draw. But Jason already, Jason's already seen the word, so there's nothing to do but slide the card into a pocket beneath my name. What guinea pig eat? Huh? What guinea pig? Jason waits for me to say each word before he taps the next one. Eat. What do guinea pigs eat? Yes. Oh, mostly they eat pellets from the pet store, but they'll eat anything, um, almost anything. Once I left a library book too close to their cage and they ate off half the cover. That was hard to explain to the librarian, let me tell you. Jason laughs, a sharp bark like a Canada goose. His mother looks up from her magazine as I scan the room and see everyone watching us. Uh, but I think carrots are their favorite. I lean away from Jason. They can hear me snap a carrot all the way from the kitchen. Jason closes his lips tight. Thank you, Catherine. 
new words. No problem. I stare at the rows of plain black and white cards and wish that all his cards were colorful. Would you like to make more? Awesome. Tell mom. Excuse me, Mrs. Morehouse. Jason wants me to make him more words. She walks over and I watch her eyebrows go up as her gaze sweeps Jason's book. How many cards would you like? She asks. I don't know where my voice comes from, but it says all of them. She looks surprised, but hands me the whole stack. When she's settled back into with her magazine, I slide the blank cards into my shorts pocket. I'm sorry I drew that. I drew, I'm sorry I drew you that day, I whispered to Jason. Don't like picture me. I didn't mean any, hi, Jason. For the first time, I'm sorry to see his speech therapist stride into the waiting room. How's his day been going? He asks his mother. Wonderful, Mrs. Morehouse says. In fact, he was so anxious to come to speech today, he even changed his shirt for you. How nice, the therapist says. We do have fun. Two fingers tapping her nose, then swinging down to the other. Don't we? Cheesy grin. Jason sneaks his hand over his cards. Speech woman stinks a big one. I nod and tap very much. As his therapist pushes his wheelchair toward the corridor, Jason glances back to me. See you Thursday, I say. His therapist's voice grows softer the farther she goes. I turn to my rule collection and add, Some people think they know who you are, when really they don't.